Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups. The superstars. The games. Starting defense. Place at the table. Wow! This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, happy early Sunday morning, everybody. It's 8.02. It is 8 a.m. Like we said, our our schedule this this football season is a little wacky. The Seahawks games are all over the place. I'm very used to them being normally at the one o'clock time, yeah, and know, now they're just everywhere, and it's throwing us all over the place. There's only you know at least in the past few years, there's only been a couple ten o'clock games. Like we can count on maybe two or three for the year where we miss a show. So yeah, we miss a show, and then we would do like eight that. to ten for primetime games. Which okay, Seahawks are good; they get more primetime games. I understand. But it's just it's uh it's hard to have a consistent schedule for our listeners if we keep changing yeah. the schedule. Yeah, thank you guys for riding with us. So the ones that do remember that, you know, we were gonna I tried to give you guys the tip. Just the that's tip. That's what I said. Just the tip. <laughs> when uh when we know Jesus, we're gonna be Mike, on. it's eight o'clock. Calm down. Relax. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Um yeah, we'll be on nine to eleven for the next couple of weeks, and then we'll be off again on November eighth. For a 10 a.m. game, but uh, 9 to 11 back to normal for a couple of weeks. So I'm just not a fan of the 10 a.m. 10 a.m. games and no shows. Like that's a lot. People are probably struggling out there for fantasy advice and all type of stuff on those. And things. we are the only people who can give it to them. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely, we are. What are you talking about? Uh, we have two more no shows uh, the rest of the year, uh, November 8th and December 20th. 10 a.m. games. Joe, before we get into football. We need to discuss what's going on outside the building. Your Twitter account has been great. Uh, this uh, happened to us last Sunday, but it, oh, we, yeah. we didn't realize what it was until after the show. And um, so we came in 8 a.m. last Sunday, 
in a haze. I kicked a bag of something out of the way in front of the door and I walked in, right? Sometimes people leave newspapers in front of the door. I don't know. It's not my business what people leave in front of our door and take into the building at some point. So I just kicked it out of the way or nudged it out of the way. And I came in. We did the show. We left. I didn't think anything of it. Joe texts us 10 minutes later. I get home and Joe goes, do you know what was in that bag outside? And I said, I don't know. I just kind of moved it out of the way. He goes, it was a bag of weed. (laughs) And we were like, what? It was a bag of weed. He goes, yeah, it was a bag of uncut weed. And there was also a bag of like newspaper shavings. Yeah, something like that. On the ground next to it. Yeah. How did you... It's a random pairing of like it was in a bag. It was fairly clear, but like you can't really see it if you're just not kind of glancing at it. Did you like open the bag? Did you did you take a whiff? I went and yeah, cracked it open, took a little inspection and yeah, took a smell as well. Took some home with you and maybe Um, (laughs) no, I I looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that is marijuana. Was it fire? Um, my get well, no, from the looks and smell of it. And then people keep, yeah, asking like, well, what are you doing with it? You're going to take it. I'm like, my guess is if people are leaving it at our front door, it probably wasn't good enough for them to keep and deal with themselves. So probably well, not going to do anything. Maybe with it they myself. were dropping it off for someone here, but why our front door? Cause maybe someone here was like, man, you know what? Just leave it out in front of your car. There's a lot of questions. I know it's crop season or crop. That crop time of the year is where, it? you know, uh, the plants are ready to be taken down and trimmed and manicured and everything like that. So maybe just someone had too much of a workload and they needed to <laughs> drop some of okay, it Okay, but why and, Why the bag of newspaper clippings, second again. of all? Yeah, that's odd. And then the ne- you said you saw a second bag of untrimmed weed. Yeah. On Thursday, Thursday night? Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah. And... There was a case of empty Hefeweizens in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah, like literally multiple, in the middle of the parking lot. Well, multiple can, boxes. You can kick it here, though. Like, I mean, honestly, just being real, like, there's no, I don't think there's any type of barrier blocking people from coming into this, like, parking lot late night when nobody else Much is here. Much to the chagrin of our engineer. No, seriously. Yeah. There's a, there's, you know, it's right on the bank of the river. I can imagine people coming over here and. The poop filled Willamette. Kicking it. Hey. I can I can super imagine. Okay, but okay, you kicking it. Okay, so you had some hefts that you left maybe, in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah, sure, maybe somebody was you, on the run for so. There's a million, you know, but reasons but why. The two different bags of weed. Some maybe somebody just in, being I, I came in hoping there was going to be a third, so that there was an extra new bit to the story today. Hey, but mean, it's there's nothing here today. Maybe that's they're definitely just what being I was, generous. That's what I was looking for too when I turned you pulled the corner up and you were like, "Dang it!" There's nothing here. Let's see. Somebody cares about the on-air talent here. Come. But it's it's, I mean, I'm I don't know how to remove the plant from the the you know to make it actually weed. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, it's it's pretty easy. It's, you, it's YouTube stuff about it. Time consuming, but mm. easy. I was gonna say, make it easier for me next time. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to deal with that. Yeah, I just thought I don't I just don't understand. I don't understand. Hey man, these guys very... are ungrateful. Listen, guy, if you're out there listening, man, <laughs> it's not about being ungrateful. These guys are ungrateful. I'm confused. Man. We appreciate it. I don't want any, but we appreciate it. Just confused. Well, they didn't leave it for us for Thursday or Friday morning. They know we're not here Friday. I mean, you figured. You I mean, I'm here Friday, but later. Two big bags. Like I thought that would be good for a week. <laughs> you guys have a problem if you guys are running through bags like that in a week. Maybe uh, someone has just heard the workload of uh, Engineer McGinley. Know that he's a hardworking man, and they're just you like, bet you know he what? is. 
Let's drop a few uh, care packages. Hey, let's make his uh, his morning more interesting when he finds out that people are leaving stuff that they shouldn't be in front of the door. Another thing he has to deal with. I was waiting for the <laughs> cops to come and get you, Joe. I thought it was like a, a sting or something like that. Anyway. Oh, well, the funny thing about Friday morning was pulling into the parking lot. Oh, they God. had a cop there like right at the entrance of it. We're looking for Joe. Posted up. And so I was like, oh, and I almost ran the stop stop sign there it's easy to do that well considering i don't think any of us stop at that stop sign because well, it, we just come into the parking lot and when it's like 4 30, i mean i stop at the stop sign totally fine every time and when it's 4 30 in the morning you know it's Trust like me. you don't even think twice about a cop being around but yeah i pulled into the parking lot i'm like oh there's a cop and there's a there's another bag of weed at our front door what is he doing did he not <laughs> i don't think he was there for the bag of is weed. this a plant <laughs> did he plant this and again i'd like to be clear when we say bag of weed, we don't mean like well, it wasn't a little a baggie. Like a sandwich baggie, yeah. yeah. We're talking like a garbage bag of a plant. Yeah. With many stems. Yes. A full plant left at our front door. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was not I thought it was just trash. And so I just kind of That's what I thought. kept it moving when I when That's I why it, I kind of like, just oh, like okay. nudged it out of the way. I'm like, what is this doing here? So somebody was just you know, and mind you, with all the, you know, there's leaves and stuff around here. Could have been some like uh, groundskeeper yes. or something like that, you yes. know, kind of cleaning things up. And sure, all the leaving it at the front door still a little strange, still but you know what? Strange, Anything happens here. I'll leave it here. Come Anything pick it up goes. with the truck here, something like that. But yeah, I didn't think it'd be a, a big bag of weed outside. So well, we'll keep you apprised. We'll keep you. Cool things happen in this neighborhood all the time. <laughs> we'll keep you up to date on the happenings around Intercom Portland, as uh, occasionally they're very strange. And uh, I thought that was particularly strange. Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow morning. We'll see if it uh, happens again. You know. Dusty was trying to put it on me. He's like, so it happened last Sunday morning when you were here. It's happened this Friday morning you were here. I know. I think we know the common denominator. That is the only common denominator so far, Joe. Mike, I know this looks bad, but I swear I have nothing to do with this. Okay. I don't think it looks bad. There is a common denominator. I'm just putting two and two together. That's all. There are other common denominators. All I'm saying is that the one I know is that Joe was here both those days. That's it. Uh, all right. On the show today, we will, of course, have our fantasy scramble at 930. So if you have start sick questions, feel free to text them to 503-250-1080, and we will get to them with Jesse Osmond at 930. Uh, we forgot hit it or love it last week, but we'll do it at 915 today. I do want to start a little bit with football and COVID. I know we've talked a lot about COVID, but it's been big in the football world again this week because of college football, as well as the NFL seemingly plowing through positive tests. Now we've, we've gone past the, well, we'll, we'll add a bye week here and we'll shuffle the schedule. Now it's like, eh, you'll be fine. So we'll talk about that and uh, we'll kind of get you set for the week that is coming up here in the NFL. I do think Broncos Patriots, which is our two favorite teams uh, is a very interesting game this week after the miss because of COVID and Drew Locke is back, and Cam Newton's never beaten the Broncos before, and the Patriots have trouble with the Broncos. It's going to be an interesting game, so we'll talk about that just because, you know, we'll give our, give each other some uh, lip service here. And, uh, you know, we'll just give you, get you set. So that's all coming up from 8 to 10 today. Again, 503-250-1080, the text line, and then at 1080, the fan on Twitter, at Mike Lynch 27 is me. Rashad's at TaylorMade503, and Jess is at, or, uh, I mean, Joe is at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. All right, coming up next, though, football and COVID. It's still weird. This is Football Sunday on the Fan.
Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I also forgot to tease this, but we will talk about Dak Prescott's injury and what it means moving forward for the Cowboys. Gruesome injury out for the year. Will he play on a franchise tag again next year? Will they actually give him a contract? We'll discuss a little bit later. 503-250-1080 is the tax line. But we'll start with football and COVID. I want to start in college as, a, as an ode to the old shows when we still had Ducks and Beavs games to talk about on Sundays. Right. Um, so Nick Saban, Alabama head coach, test positive for COVID on Tuesday, Wednesday, earlier this week. Oh, no, Nick Saban got it. Oh, it's, it's, it's so bad. And I remember we were on primetime and Rob said, just you wait. Guaranteed. Saban coaches on Saturday. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? He just tested positive for COVID. He's not coaching on Saturday. Well, lo and behold, one day later, oh, look, Nick Saban has a negative COVID test. He needs three more by the, or two more by the SEC standards, three total, to get back out on the field. How many days are there until game time? Two. Friday, test negative for COVID. Saturday morning, test negative for COVID. Guess who's on the sideline coaching for Alabama? Nick Saban. So, if we want to be fair, if you want to think that everyone is nice and good in this world, maybe it was a false positive like they said. Maybe Nick Saban did test negative three times in a row, actually truthfully, and was able to coach, and it's totally okay. But I just laughed that we all kind of in the back of our head knew. We knew what it was. That especially in a week against Georgia, their best competition in the SEC, the biggest rivalry for them right now, that Nick Saban was coaching that effing game. COVID be damned. So I hope that he tested negative three times and that it was a false positive. But I feel like the problem is here is that it didn't matter. We knew Nick Saban was coaching the game. Yeah. And you look across the SEC at Florida, where Dan Mullen just a week ago is making the comments of, well, we lost to Texas A&M because they had fans in the stands and it was a real home field advantage. And our governor in Florida has allowed us to put fans in the stands, but our administration is saying, no, I want our administration to put 90,000 people in the swamp shoulder to shoulder. So we have a home field advantage. Two days later, 12 people tested positive in Florida. Today we find out Dan Mullen tests positive uh, for COVID. And their game this week against LSE was postponed. So in the conference, it's not doing super well right now. There's been cancellations. I think that's the second or third SEC game already canceled because of COVID. So I just, I feel like it's so strange to me that we just know Nick Saban's going to coach that game with no other information available. We're just like, yeah, he's probably coaching against Georgia. And it's just, I'm still having a really hard time. I mean, I get it, right? It's football. It's the South. It's the SEC. It matters for them. But I just, I can't, uh, it's not done. It's the, the thing is still, it's still happening. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's still COVID times. Like but we, we don't we, have a vaccine yet, but we knew they didn't care when they decided to play football months ago. You know, when they decided, you know, football is more important than making sure that these athletes, you know, get out there and play and make sure you do, you, you know, represent your school and all the little things, you know, that the BS reasons that they gave about why they need to play football. That's they don't they they could care less about the the well being of people and not that not because it's like oh they're just trying to make money it's just that I just think it's just a a it's the way of thinking in the South uh, a buddy of mine just got back from doing like a, a um month and a half 
country like or road trip and everything. Went and saw the entire country and stuff. And said the one the the few places that they stopped down south, like nobody wears masks. Nobody cares to wear masks. It's it's a it's not a hoax. Well, it's a hoax. Yeah. Well, I mean, in some I, cases, some it was like it's, I mean, well, it does it hasn't affected anybody I know, so it must not be real, you know. And I think that's the the stance a lot of people are taking, especially you know down south. And I talked to my cousin who lives in Atlanta, and she says like, man, almost no one wears their mask around and it's crazy she's like she has small kids so of course she does but she was like almost nobody wears their mask anywhere around here and so the, it doesn't shock me that the 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 florida gators coach as well as the alabama crimson tide coach were like oh whoops this this stuff this this stuff is every coach in the sec basically signed off and was like this is we're it's good. football baby. We're football yeah we got to go out there and play that's what we do that's Dag what the gum. sec does so if if you're mulling and you say something as irresponsible Dag as you I want 90,000 people packing the swamp. Like, what? Why? Shoulder why to shoulder. Would you, why would you want that many people to because get sick? Because all they want is the home to get sick. And, that's, and again, that's, it's, it's selfish. It's a selfish way of thinking. I totally understand. I love football, but I'll be real. I haven't seen one college football game. I haven't yeah, watched one. I'm not going to lie. I have not either. I, once the Pac-12 starts, I will be obviously more into it. Um, and A, I mean, got to watch it. But B, I mean, it's the Ducks, it's the Beavs, it's Wazoo, it's Washington. I want to watch those teams play. Um, but because those games aren't on, I kind of don't care. I could care less. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the only reason. I don't know if it's only because the Pac-12 isn't playing. I also just feel like it's been mentally a weird sports year for me watching sports. Uh, I faded at the end of the NBA playoffs too. And watching those, it's easy to fade from those. Though. Um, was it? I thought so. I mean, I mean, I mean the mind you, playing great. I think it was the the hardest championship LeBron ever won. For the Lakers. Yeah, I think it was. The, but at the same time, they were all four one uh, four one Lakers, four one Lakers, four one Lakers, four two Lakers. Like so, it's like or four two. I think Denver got two games. Uh, one. Okay, so Miami got two games. Four one, four one, four one, four two. It's pretty easy to turn the channel after that one. It's just, but I mean, I like I like watching the NBA playoffs, and it faded for me. It's it's just been a strange year for viewing sports. I I, I talked about this. Way, 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 way early in all of COVID when all sports were gone is that me as a person personally, um, I don't rely on sports for my entertainment. I've got a lot of other things that I'm interested in that I do uh, that I that I like. So I I knew I was going to be OK without it. I thought it'd be tough a little bit like I really wanted the baseball season to start. That's my sport. Um, and it didn't. But I. I found I have found myself obviously getting sucked back into sports now that it's back because I do love it, uh, but it's changed. My viewing habits have changed. I think a it's in, it's interesting because there's so many options you can kind of pick and choose what you want to watch. Obviously, I've been watching baseball literally front and back. Like I've barely missed even a playoff game that I could watch. Um, I've watched all of the NFL. Right, I've been super sucked into Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday, all the football games I could watch Tuesday this week. Um, I've been watching all of that. I've not watched a lick of college football outside of like maybe five, 10 minutes. I've stopped watching the NBA playoffs. I stopped watching the NHL playoffs. Uh, and frankly, I'm not really watching as much soccer as I usually do, which is weird what? for me. Yeah. I have not been watching as much soccer. I think because there's so much going on at once, there's only so it's much overload. time in your brain to focus on sports. Yeah. Unless you've got 24 hours in a day where you're not doing anything. So I'm just watching the two that are my favorites, which is baseball and the NFL. Those are my two favorite sports. That's what I'm focusing on. And I'm not doing it intentionally. Like I'm not making that choice sitting down going, well, I'm not watching college football today. I go into every day just kind of like, what am I going to do? 
right? Yeah. And most of the time, it's not been watched those other sports that I've talked about. Yeah, I was focused on basketball for since the the start of the restart. And Me then, too. It was and, one of the first ones back, which yeah, helped. And I, and I think once we got to like the, you know, for me, once we got to the, to the NBA finals, you know, all the love in the world to Miami, we thought they were going to, but I was kind of like, ah, I'm over it. Like, I don't really need to, I wasn't rushing to go watch those games. And when I was, I was like, ah, you know, this is cool. I'll turn the channel after a little bit. Cause Lakers were blowing them out most of those games, but no, you're right. It was, it's, because there's everything at once now, it's just, you know, now you have the option to, to choose what you want to watch. And I'll be real, SEC football isn't at the top of my list to to watch. I understand it's the best, and they're the strongest, and they have the most NFL talent, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it. Like, totally understand. And number two, Alabama versus number three, Georgia, is a game that you would want to watch if you're a football fan. However, I just wasn't interested. Wasn't interested. So it was just I think it's, one of I, those things. Yeah, I, I – I didn't watch one second of yeah. Alabama Georgia yesterday. Uh, there's maybe not, there's maybe, not, a, not a lot of years that I would have told you, like, oh, number two versus number three is playing, and I decided I just didn't want to watch it. You know, I 100% agree. I don't know. It's a very, it's a very strange change because I would have watched that last mm-hmm. year. At least I would have watched some of it. Yeah, you know? I would have watched at least the first half or second half. I would have yeah. been able to, you know, try to see something. But it's almost as if our brains have been rewired a little bit, and or maybe not all of all of us, the royal us. Us in this room, our, our brains have been rewired a little bit. I assume some people are similar to us um, in that we got used to life without sports. So it's kind of like we got more balance. <laughs> I think so. I think we got used to life without, you anything. know, live anything, you know, to be real. <laughs> like, I mean, our favorite television shows, our favorite, you know, whatever, you know, a lot of them have been on hiatus. Not no even new able movies. To, no new movies. Not even they're releasing. They're streaming things now. You know, they're they're. Although I still movie. really want to watch Tenant. I got to see that movie. I've had, what's ten? That's Christopher Nolan's last movie, latest movie. Oh, okay. Well, and I think it should be streaming at some point. It's right? somewhere. It's gonna be, yeah. And yeah. so, like, I just found out Coming to America too, which is like the most anticipated comedy of the past like few years, is gonna be streaming on like Apple or something like that. And you not know? on so, theaters. Yeah, just because when are we gonna be able to go back to theaters? And more than that, when are you gonna be able to go to back to a packed theater? The one thing a box office doesn't hey, want to see. If is, you listen to AMC or whatever other movie companies, it's fine. It's not. You're not talking during a movie anyway. No, but put your mask on and watch it separately from other people. I'm a big Star Wars fan, right? And so one of the coolest things is going to the movies on opening night and being in the crowd with all the people. Now, mind you, I don't like a lot of the corny clapping that people do in the in the crowd. Like it's so irritating. Like (laughs) I hate that. Yoda comes up. Oh, everybody starts clapping. Like stop it. You know, Yoda in a Star Wars movie. Oh my god. Yeah, but. You know, other otherwise, it, but it is it is fun to be in a movie theater like that with like with fans that are you know like. I'm sorry for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, either way, but you have a bunch of people that even at a Blazer game or any type of game, like you don't know these people next to you, but you all know you're here for the Blazers. You all know you're here for, you know, the Nuggets or whatever team that you support. So it's just it sucks that we won't be able to do that for a while. Like that's the part. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna really appreciate everything so much more once we're able to open back. In up. terms of college football, I'd like to see how the opinions change once the Pac twelve starts up. Obviously I think, you know, because of our region not having Absolutely, our games, bro. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Wazoo, I mean all these games not going on in this area. Once that cranks back up, I think we're gonna start caring a little bit more oh for sure especially once you realize that there's going to be a potential college football playoff yeah and you know potentially expanded because of the circumstances this year but also i just wonder on a national landscape if 
what we feel here is what a lot of people feel in other regions. It's like, look, man, I just, you know, I've got other things on my plate, obviously, right now. Other things on my mind. There's and other I just sports. Don't care. And, yeah. yeah, this year I'm just kind of checked out a little bit. I am curious about that because from what I've learned since I moved here 10 years ago is that the West Coast is just less intense about their sports than other places in the country. I mean, it's just the case. There's more to do here. There's more to do outside. It's just a different vibe out here sports-wise. It doesn't mean you don't have your intense fans for for your teams and you don't root for – wow, speak words – root like hell. Uh, I mean, the 12s up in Seattle or, you know, you got any of the Pac-12 school super fans or Hellblazer fans here. I mean, they're crazy. They watch every game. So I'm not, I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but generally it's a little bit more chill when it comes to sports. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's a possibility I, th- too. I think we have, you know uh, – being here in Oregon, we have options. You know, we can do you know mountains and beaches and all these other things. Where sports is cool, like it's a big part of you know what. And if we you do like go here, to a restaurant, it's on for the, the most, corner. Exactly, you have a, a bunch of cool restaurants. You have a bunch of really arty stuff. You know, you have a lot of wine things like that that you can sample and like a, a taste around uh, the state. So people, I'm sure, like I said, we love sports, but there are so many other things to do. Like, what else is there to do in Oklahoma City? What else is there to barbecue? Do? There, well, that's I mean, good. We got barbecue. Barbecue for the game that's yeah, coming so, up. Yeah, Oakland, you know, the, what, I mean, really, what is there? What else is there to do to San, in San Antonio? Go to the Alamo. Go to the Alamo every day for the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. And so that's the cool thing about living here in Portland or living in Seattle or living, you know, somewhere around there. Like, every, I have, we have all the options in the world, and they're literally two hours away. Yes. Everything is two hours away, that and that's true. awesome. That Beach, two hours. Mountain, two hours. You don't want to get to a, a Seattle, cool river. two hours. Man, two, man, two, two and, and a half, half hours, hours, three, you know, three, depending on how you drive. Like everything that you could want it's to get to for hours. the most part is two and a <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, I like to cruise, bro. Like, I'm not in a rush. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go you know. to the Alamo and get home by three for the game. <laughs> yes. Go Spurs. Go Spurs. You've been to Sacramento before? Go Texas. I've driven ah. through Sacramento, and I've landed in Sacramento for like a layover, yeah. and it was, it's a very confusing city. Yeah. No no offense to anybody from to Sacramento, Sacramento, but Sacramento sucks. It's just in the middle of nowhere, it's, it, and it's just – it's very it's a very, very random major city, quote-unquote major. Yeah. This text says there's never been this much at once, and on top of that, America's number one sport right now is politics. Which Ooh, is very true. good. There is an election coming up in three weeks. So there's been a lot of stuff going on with that. I bet Biden can run 4,000 yards in a season. How much you want to bet Trump can throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, no, it's this, true, though. It's I mean, a contact sport, too, right now. And, like, this this election, mm-hmm. this is a there, man, below the belt. These are low blows that, you know, both sides are really taking. Obviously, you know. I'm trying really hard not to focus too much on it. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I mean, my ballot is at, at my house. I'm gonna fill it out. It's hard stuff. not to, and you know we understand why. There's so many commercials, so many everything. Like I said, it's literally it's a it's a it's a sporting event at this time at this point. I so. will say, election season cracks me up because the commercials all the time just that oh everybody blasting each other. Oh so now I just like to make them up to myself, like. She didn't finish her sandwich and threw half of it in the garbage. Can she finish the job? <laughs> oh, for me, what I approve this message. Human being, imagine what she'll do with our with the energy crisis. <laughs> I saw her yank on her dog on the leash. Do you really think she's gonna pull you along with her? Yeah. I approve this message. <laughs> so it's been Comedy Central. I can't wait for it to be over. But you sure you about know. that? I'm 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 absolutely sure until I just I'm not sure. I want this to be over in so many different ways, but we'll yeah. see. Don't we all? Not all. Don't a lot of us. Uh, I'm just tired of it. I'm just I'm worn out. <laughs> 
Just give me my NFL on Sunday. Let's call so the let show. Me live in peace, okay? let's, let's call this show. Let's go home and go to bed and catch catch up on some sleep. Huh? <laughs> I mean, if you are, I mean, no, no, <laughs> no. We we are here for the people, all of you that are the two of you listening. Um, okay. Uh, let's get to the NFL of COVID next, and then we'll get to Dak Prescott to wrap up our number one. Text your thoughts, 503-250-1080. Also, text your fantasy football questions to that number. We'll get to them at 930. I made a big trade in fantasy football, which we'll talk about at that segment. Uh, but first, Joe has SportsCenter. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 8.37 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you until 10 o'clock. Seahawks on a bye this week, so we will not have their game on the fan, but there's a couple of games over on 9.10, and then I think Steelers-Browns is right after us here at 10 a.m. on the fan. Talking a little COVID here before we get into some of the more sports the NFL stuff and uh, I just have a, a basic question do you believe that the NFL is doing the right thing right now with COVID very simply do you believe that the way that they're handling it inside the league is correct good going well however you want to phrase it do you believe in the NFL right now with COVID and the reason I ask that question is because we've had some games moved and changed already, right? We had some positive COVID tests. They were like, oh, we're going to move this game to Tuesday or we're going to switch some bye weeks. And we've, we've seen some changes, right? This week is the first week in we technically have one change because Bill's Chiefs is on Monday instead of Thursday. But it's the first week in a couple of weeks that there's been all the games that are supposed to be played being played. Mm-hmm. But yesterday... The Jaguars had 12 positive tests on their practice squad and their kicker, but they're still playing. The Broncos put a player on the COVID reserve list, but because their game has already been canceled with or moved with the Patriots once, they're playing. The Pats put another player on the COVID list this week, but they're playing. There's a couple of other teams now where you're getting one or two guys, they're putting them on the COVID list, but they're still playing. Is that okay because the NFL has all this testing and they're testing every day and, you know, they've got really, really fast, rapid results? Or is it irresponsible and they're only playing because, well, we've already moved this game and we don't want to keep changing the schedule, so we're the NFL and we're fine. That's why I asked the question, are you okay with how the NFL is handling it? The NFL that says concussions weren't a real thing? That NFL? The same no. one. <laughs> the ones that said, you know, like systemic racism stuff didn't exist and within their league? That those guys, do I believe them? Of course I do. Like, I think they're doing the best. No, of course not, man. Like, <laughs> it's on the one hand, it's difficult because you're not talking about college kids. You're talking about grown men, you know. And as a grown man, you can make the decision on, you know, whether you want to play or do whatever. And everybody in the NFL opted in. I'm going to go ahead and play this year, regardless of. Um, COVID or regardless, regardless of, you know, how it spreads or whatever the case, you know, everybody's all in. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Because we got football back and people decided to do what they want to do what you want with your, with your life. I suppose we want to gamble with it. That's fine. You know, but there's still a lot about the virus that we don't know and numbers continue to go up, you know, and it's just kind of one of those things. And 
I think it's starting, you know, at first it was viewed as this thing that could really kill you, and now it's viewed as like the flu. Right. You know well, we've been treating it it's, better. Yeah, well, we've been treating it. We've been treating we've been, it better. We have been learning about it. Yeah, you know, we've been learning exactly. But it's not still, like we're just like in the dark. Exactly. But there's still stuff that you know we're we're still kind of in the dark about. You know. Of course. So with that is like I, I think until you had like a vaccine, probably playing sports shouldn't be a, a, a big thing. The NBA showed exactly how you should do this, man. You put everybody in this situation, but that's incredibly stressful. That's the one thing we've heard from all the players after they left was like, man, playing in the bubble was really hard man being there for that long not being able to move all those th- all those things we continue to talk about an nfl bubble but truthfully that pr- probably wouldn't have worked you know with these guys that are plus size because much bigger than basketball players as far as you know girth and you know being a bigger dude so uh, yes girth yes you know so it's very to, important <laughs> so to put them in like in you know college dorms or whatever like some of those things just just wouldn't have worked but i don't know how do you how do you move? How do you move forward? Like, because you know, like, if some, if you come in contact with one person, then you're at risk. You know, whether you know you get it or not, you you've you've been put at risk. And I mean, if you're on the team, like, you're you're indirectly around everybody else. You know, if me and you talk, and then you leave and go talk to three other people, and they leave and go talk to three other people, all of a sudden, man, we've just spread it. Some we've just spread that. So I don't know. I think it's difficult. I want to say they're not trying, but I think it's more about man. They they played these games because like we can't cancel more games because right. now we're gonna have to. Now we're talking about moving playoff time and moving TV time for uh, December and into January. And I don't. We shouldn't do. We can't do that. Uh, I'm having a tough time answering my own question. It's a tough question. so far because the NFL is different than college. We've seen the spread of this in college be pretty drastic, right? seen teams have huge outbreaks in the nfl you've seen one team have an outbreak it was the titans um but my que- i have two questions based on it that, that's making it hard for me to decide one i don't know enough about the tests right how accurate they are right when you test positive if you if you test negative can you still have it you just this, the test isn't finding it i don't know that answer so i, I can't say for sure like to me having a daily test seems fantastic right okay, this person tested positive, everyone else tests negative, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's actually the case. So that's that's one of my questions. The other one is is simply just how it transfers on the field. I'm not really sure. I think we're finding that it's, I think, less than we thought originally because who was the team? The Vikings who played the Titans the week at, right before their, their outbreak? Uh, I think it was think the Vikings. So. Um, and they had no positive tests. Or they had like a couple of coaches and that was it. Um, it wasn't from on the field being transferred in the same way that we thought, which is like spit flying and sweat and bodies and touching and all that stuff. So again, that's my second question that's making it tough for me. So they're testing more than college and college Mm -hmm. is having more outbreaks. So that helps. And the other question is just simply, I just, I don't know. I mean, if it's not spreading on the field, then I guess you could just keep these guys away from the other players in your team and play. So I'm, I'm torn because it's watching him. I'm, I'm using MLB as like my main example in my head. MLB had two major outbreaks, Marlins and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. They both happened within the first two weeks of the season, basically three weeks of the season. And then they stopped the outbreaks. There's a couple positive tests here and there, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the outbreaks stopped. MLB is about to hit the world series. They're in bubbles now in the playoffs and it's working. And they have daily tests, the NFL daily tests. They had a big outbreak with the Titans early on, just like MLB did. They're learning, they're adjusting, they're figuring it out. Maybe it's okay. So is the NFL doing the best job? I don't know. I think they're pushing 
a little far here. You know, there's still a lot of po- – like the Jaguars are playing with 13 people who just tested positive. I know they're on the mm-hmm. practice squad, but come on. That's a little crazy to me, but okay. Um, maybe it's okay. Maybe they've figured it out in terms of when the testing timing is, what it means when they're positive or negative, how to get them away from the team quick enough, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you're done. And yeah. maybe maybe it's fine. So I, my initial thought is, no, of course I don't trust the NFL. But what does the NFL want? The NFL wants to finish the season. So, yes, they're going to push push through and try to make some maybe risky decisions, but they also don't want outbreaks because then that's going to stop the season. Yeah. So I kind of think I'm okay with it right now. Unless we see two or three more teams with massive outbreaks, like the Titans that forces multiple missed games, maybe they're figuring it out and it'll work. That's it's I'm 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 kind of leaning that way. I mean, which is kind of surprising to me based on how I viewed this whole thing. No, it's it's, like you said, it's it's tough because um, we're we're talking about paid athletes, you know, at this point. So, you know, it's hard to say that what they shouldn't do, or and it's not like college to where these kids don't have a choice. They do opt out. They probably there's a good chance they probably won't be allowed back, you know, the following year to to play, especially considering they're standing on the team. If they're you know a five star kid, or if they're a you know, a captain of the team or, you know, a really big part of the team, then I assume the coach will let them come back. But if you're somebody that's, you know, second string, you know, maybe something like that, you're uh, part of the practice squad or something. Yeah. You're, you're not coming back to that team. So it's, it's a little weird in that regard, but uh, I think the NFL is at least trying. I think they're at least with the daily testing and, you know, making sure that at least they, they've, they've gotten the, uh, the message out to everybody quickly. Hey, Man, this guy has COVID. You know, if you're around him, you might want to. We're going to get you tested. We're going to do all. They're 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 taking the steps, which I think they're all. Yeah, at first we were all kind of looking at them like, yeah, <laughs> good job NFL. But now it's like, okay, they you can tell they want to finish the season. They understand like without teams out there, without the, without teams able to play, then you're not going to be able to finish your season. You're not going to be able to make that that money that you didn't want to miss out on. So, I mean, I think they're they're trying to do the best job but it's it's so difficult because it's still unpredictable and again these guys aren't in bubbles so they're going home and they're going to a restaurant or wherever the case is and they're contracting it there so it's it's tough but you you can't put them all in the bubble it's just too many people that's true at least not until the playoffs yeah maybe do it in the playoffs like the MLB did all right let's take a break uh we see your texts on the fan text line 503-250-1080 about fantasy we will answer those at 9 30 so Hang around with us, and we'll bring Jesse on with us as per usual, and uh, we will answer those questions to the best of our ability. Uh, coming up next hour, also, we will have Hater Love It at 9.15, and we'll talk some Dak Prescott at 9. Uh, but coming up next, short segment, let's give a little love to uh, both of our teams playing each other this week in a classic matchup. Classic? Classic. Mm. Recently classic between the Broncos and the Patriots. Both teams are back. Pat's had the COVID scare. Cam Newton is back. Drew Locke is back. It should be a better game. We'll talk about that next. This is Football Sunday and the Fans. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hey, 51 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you. Just a quick little segment here on uh, the game between our two teams this week. It was postponed or moved, delayed due to COVID. Broncos Patriots. And that's probably a good thing, actually, because Cam Newton wouldn't have played because, well, he had COVID. Andrew Locke wouldn't have played because of his shoulder injury. But 
This week, we now get Cam Newton versus Drew Locke. Cam Newton is 0-3 versus the Broncos in his career, including the Super Bowl loss. The Patriots, for some reason, tend to struggle with Denver, although that was a little while ago. I don't know if they've played too much recently, but they always seem to play pretty close games. I think the Pats are eight-point favorites in this one, and I'm kind of like, you know what? You know what? Maybe the Broncos can keep this game closer, maybe even win. No, <laughs> uh, you don't think so. I mean, Philip Lindsay's back and healthy now. Melvin Gordon has a DUI, so Philip Lindsay will be getting all the carries. Yeah, yeah Melvin Gordon is the, that's your you know that's kind of your your bright spot. At least he's been pretty good so but far. He's probably year. not playing. No, probably not. But that's kind of better than him. So uh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, if you say so, but I, I mean, I do. I it's my voice saying that I say so. Okay, well there you go. But um, are you, are you sure it's not going to be Driscoll today? Positive. Okay. Drew Locke is playing. Drew Locke is playing. I'm still going Cam Newton. Um, I'm still going Bill Belichick. I'm still going Josh McDaniel. Uh, I love what they've been able to do with Cam Newton in this offense. It's been pretty fun. It's, you know, it's, you know, and really a few weeks ago, um, I was really asking, saying, I want to see Cam throw the ball. Like, I want to see him really kind of let it fly. And, like, some of the throws he was making was just absolutely amazing against Seattle. And um, really, if you can see McDaniel's kind of, he's becoming more and more comfortable with Cam and, you know, his new toy. And so uh, I, th- I think it's going to be Patriots. Uh, I think, what did they, what is it, uh, plus eight? Is well, minus eight. Minus yeah. eight, yeah. So They're big favorites. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and say that the Pats, you know, get this one, especially Cam, um, who really only misses time if he's, you know, if he's hurt, and, you know, first time being sick with, with COVID, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of people that have had COVID, and they say they have a like a, a different perspective about stuff after they've had it. Like some people say they were they were as sick as they can ever remember being in their life, and so if you have a a little bit of perspective, you know, after that. So I expect Cam and Stephon Gilmore to to play pretty well in today's game, especially considering Gilmore is kind of. He looked like a joke in his last game before he... Did he test positive, too? He did. Oh, and then he hugged uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Cool. Big thing. We, I mean, so... Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd... I'd like I how this was looked with the Pats, though. It's been... It's been cool to see Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels tweak the team so quickly. Yeah. You knew they would be able to do it, because that's just kind of who they were. But... I think you're early on seeing the answer to the question of was it Bill or was it Tom? Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to ask that question, right? I mean, you can also just be like me and be like, well, it's both of them, you idiots, of course. But Patriots look great, right? Yeah, they look okay. They look they look good. I think they'd much rather be three and one or instead of Con- you know, considering the talent on the team where we thought they were going to be a Trevor Lawrence type of level team, and having Cam Newton come in, they look great. No, they look really, really good. And Tom Brady and the Bucks look weird. It's, it's, it's. I think it's so, taking them some time to point to, bill, some time to get used to each other, you know. And um, point bill, yeah. Oh yeah, at this point, point bill. But I think it's taking Tom some some time to figure out what they're doing in Tampa Bay. And you know, when you have a winning culture, you know, it's easy for people to come in and just fall in line. We do this. Everybody moves this way. We go on two. There's no false starts. There's no, you know, there are very little. Uh, false starts and penalties and stuff like that. And now you go to a team that's just has been really undisciplined for decades now. It's been uh, 2002 was the last or 2003 was the last uh, Super Bowl run for Buccaneers. And I can't remember the last significant run they had in the NFL where they made it to the, uh, to the uh, playoffs. And so, yeah, it's different. You're, you're trying to change the fortunes of an entire 
franchise of players that have never even sniffed the playoffs and everything. I think that's that can be that, that's a bit of a challenge. This will be Tom's greatest accomplishment. Like if he can get this team to the playoffs, I think. I mean, obviously, Super Bowl wins are amazing, but if you can get this team who's never really won anything, you know, said to the playoffs or possibly beyond, I think this would be some of his greatest work ever. Absolutely. Uh, so that game is one of the 10 a.m. games. Uh, actually, today I was just looking at the schedule. There's only two one o'clock games today. I hate when that happens. Oh, and who are they? Uh, it's Jets Dolphins. No, thank you. Uh, but Packers Bucks. That's a good one. Okay, Packers Bucks will be great. But Jets Dolphins. No, thank you. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's nine 10 a.m. games. Can I ask the NFL a question? Why not more evenly split the games? Why do they all have to be the 10 a.m. games? I mean, it makes it makes it fun to follow and uh, stuff. But like, I'd rather have an even amount in both time slots. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm usually doing something else by the afternoon game. Well, that's because like, there's only one or two of them. <laughs> well, even still, like even when there, if there was, were you know, seven, maybe you'd be watching yeah, the NFL. Even when there was kind of, you know, three or something like that. I don't remember there being more last year. Uh, you yes, know, the more one more game. Those. Yeah, well, either way, I don't watch those games. Like I'll watch the ones in the morning. Those are typically the most entertaining. I'm juiced for football. Uh, I've, I'll eat some breakfast or, you know, have a Bloody Mary or whatever you do. But usually by 1.30, it's like, oh, right. Maybe just lay sit down on the and, couch for a while. Yeah, sit on the couch. I'll, I'll play 2K. I'll let There's me, four 1 o'clock games next week, if that makes you feel Well, better. that's better. You know, you know, be able to go to the store and get stuff prepared for dinner and stuff like that. Like, usually that afternoon game, unless it's a primetime game, much like Packers, Buccaneers would be, that's when I'd be like, okay, well, let's sit down and, and check this game out. But for the most part, like, I'm all good with the early game and then the night game. Early game. Take a nap, do, do whatever you got to do. Seriously, <laughs> we do whatever you have to do during the day because, like most of us, we're watching Red Zone. So it's a football overload for three hours, two, three hours, and everything like that. Man, take that next time. I'll go to the store, do whatever I have to do. Man, come back home. Oh, what do you know? About to be four thirty. You know, Sunday night uh, football or football night in America's on. Let's turn that on and 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 get the mood going real fast. It's a whole. It's a whole vibe. All right. I don't. I actually don't really disagree with that. I'll, I'll oftentimes, and if there's only two one o'clock games, I'll be like, eh, I'll just yeah. do something else. And very seldom is my team playing at one o'clock. Well, that's because you're in the East Coast, yeah. Yeah, and so only like I never have. Oftentimes, to, my team is yeah. playing at one o'clock. Yes, yeah, so I never really have to worry about. Usually, we're playing in the morning or we're prime time, baby. Next hour, fantasy scramble nine thirty. Text your questions five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Hate it or love it at nine fifteen. But we will begin with Dak Prescott's injury. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 